Me going to business for myself? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the project. You know, when I was a kid, before we even get into this, <laughs> oh god, here we go. When I was a kid, Triggered. I really wanted to be a professional wrestler. Like, really wanted to be. Okay. Yes, we know. And it you're is, still running around in tights. Yeah, whatever. But it's one of those things where, looking back now. Knowing mm-hmm. how I was in my twenties, yes, I would have gotten my ass kicked all over the place, no matter <laughs> where it was, because I would have gone into business for myself I multiple times. That. Because it's kind of maybe not to the same degree, but it's kind of like giving uh, Jim Cornette or Scott Steiner a live mic, and and like and no, just a bad idea, <laughs> just bad idea written all over. You it. get to see it every week on here, listeners. So Any, it's, <laughs> anyway, I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and I'm Barry. You know who that joker <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, I'm Alan Smith. Anyway, so uh, now that I've already derailed this thing, we're not even a minute in yet. No kidding. Uh, we're going to be talking about. Tell us what we're talking about, Barry. I don't even remember. Okay. Right now top. I know. So, I know. We've, we've we've thrown around a couple of things. We're going to talk about something fun. We though. have. Mm-hmm. We've we've we're going to have probably a few more episodes that touch on this particular topic later on down the road because we want our MTV. We want our MTV <laughs> back. Yes. That's mm-hmm. the way I want to say it. Is we want our MTV back and specifically what we're going to be talking about on this episode is going to be mtv animation yep yep because there was a ton of different content that came out of the mtv studios and mainly from them just trying to find content to put on the channel once they decided but it was i think it really started its its growth in like 93 was where you really started to see a good solid birth of what was going on in mtv that was Content that was not necessarily well, music related. They they put the real world on in ninety two and it became a huge hit. Right. And they're like, Oh, you mean that we can put shows on that's not music related and well, people watch it? They had already kind of started that back in the mid eighties well, when they were doing Monty Python's Flying Circus. They, they, but young they put ones. that stuff on like on Sunday night. Right. And also you know, that I mean, wasn't their content. Right. That right. was stuff that they had bought in and brought in and they'd done that periodically. And you know, and of and course the first thing they did was remote control. Right. But again, it was still in the, the same vein with a lot of it. And we know. are definitely going to do an episode. We're going to talk about control control later on. That is a treasure. Yes, stuff. absolutely. Um, but, but they did that and then, you know, they tried a couple other things, but it was the real world that really like broke out as, hey, yeah. this is a big thing. Of course, that spun off Road rules, and then the challenge eventually, you know, and now that's all they have. The whole dumpster um, fire that is yeah, reality ex- exactly, TV. just all reality television. But before those took over everything completely, we got liquid television. Well, yeah. we, we had quite a bit on this. All right, here we go. We'll let Barry do his. Let's start. He's got on his this. Bible out. Yes, I do. I've got my bible, <laughs> my bible that tells me all about this. Because so actually, technically, it started back in '91 because the the debut. Was I believe June second, nineteen ninety one, was when we first got the appearance of a little show called Liquid Television. Yes. Now, Liquid Television is hands down one of the most bizarre animated series that has ever existed. It was a compilation of any number of different 
stories, shows. They were shorts. You know, I mean, they, you know, well, like what five, five, six minutes long. They or were shorts, like that. but some of them were serials. Yeah, they actually carried on. It went on for three seasons. Uh, they actually had twenty-seven different episodes. Mm-hmm. And I looked high and low. It is next to impossible to find oh, any of this stuff online anymore. And mainly because of the openings. So when they would do their openings, they would always have some type of a song that was being used um, at the time. Excuse me. That. Um, was a popular genre, and they would do right. what they called liquefy it, where they would have something that looked kind of like a lava lamp going in the background, where you right. would have like lips that come through it that looked like they were lip syncing the song right, or whatever. Right. And because, because at that time MTV had carte blanche to use any music that they played. Yes, and, and I mean, which is why we don't get DVDs of and, most stuff and these days. <laughs> just to kind of give you an idea, these were not like you know throwaway songs. These mm-hmm. were popular mm-hmm. songs. Here's, here's a couple of the ones, and I didn't know this. Do you know who the composer was for Liquid Television? Mm-hmm. Mark Mothersbaugh. Really? Yes. And I mean, that knowing that, it makes perfect wow. sense. Yeah. So, but just to, and, and again, there's a lot of different little series, but just to talk about the liquefied songs, some of the ones that they had were What Up Dog by Was Not Was, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Uh, Hello, Dad, I'm in Jail by oh, yeah. Was Not Was. <laughs> they really liked Was Not Was, didn't Love they? Love Shack okay. by the B-52s. B-52s. Yeah. Uh, Epic by Faith No More. Yeah. Okay. The one that would just trip me out was Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer. Yep. And... Okay. This one will always have a special place in my heart because it's my favorite band of all time. Istanbul, not Constantinople by They Might I remember Giants. when they did that one, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with Liquid Television, as we kind of described, it was basically like a combination short serials. It was a 30-minute long show, mm-hmm. and it would constantly have all these different kinds of segments. In right. Them. And every week would be different. Oh, yeah. They would oh, have, yeah. you know, they, well, they had some that kind of carried over, like Miss Lydia's Makeover of the Stars. You would see that in a couple of them where they would take a picture of, like, Sinead O'Connor and, like, draw makeup on her right, and put right. a wig yeah. on her and stuff like that. Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux was another big one that came out of there. Which was um, funny because it always seemed like she died at the end of all those shorts. And oh, yeah. She'd be back the next time. Absolutely. Like, what's going on here? Well, and The original one, Kenny. Well, and the cool yeah. one that I loved was Stick Figure Theater. Yeah. Yes, where yeah. they had they would they literally did Hindenburg take classic they did Hend- you know, Hendrix at Woodstock they was did, one of well them. they did Angel and the Bad Man yes. they did mm-hmm. uh, Alfred Hitchcock they did oh, yeah, Madonna they did, uh, South by South or uh, North by Northwest North by Northwest yeah, they yeah. did Express Yourself by Madonna in stick figures oh, yeah. I mean you know Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life uh, you know Cerno de Bergerac uh, yeah a, I know and, and it was it was like what two minutes long yeah they were just a little big, bit you know? they weren't even two minutes it was like a minute and yeah. a half but it was just literally stick figures drawn to reenact scenes from. Either and what was so great is that movies. the way that it was done, it was like it was on um, like lined paper. Yeah, like it looked like something yeah, you did in like high school. Yeah, so it was one of those things. It wasn't like oh, a white piece, and then you have these stick figures. It's like no, there are other lines. Yes, <laughs> in the background as so well. So from this show, it actually birthed a couple of serials. The ones that were continuous ones that you would see through multiple different shows and mm-hmm. multiple different episodes. One they've already mentioned on this it's was Anne Flux, Flux yes. yeah. um, which later beget, you know, its the own show, series, and it's good. also its own movie, which was even worse. Yeah. yeah. But there was another one that you guys might remember called Winter Steel. Winter Steel was this puppet that was like this, you know, biker chick, blonde hair, black oh, leather yeah, jacket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking you know, about, yeah. Chasing yeah. a guy that, you know, uh, she fell in love with. And, you know, it was, it's a thing. Yeah, There's it, no other way to describe thing. it. That's it's the only thing. way to, yeah, it really yeah. is. But it was, they, they would have this continuous storyline that carried an entire season. And you had to follow each episode to find out what the hell happened. Um, 
that went on, like I said, for about three seasons. They tried to rebirth it back in 2013. Yeah, did not the same. Didn't it work. didn't work quite as well. It kind of, you know, it was kind of in the same vein with anybody that remembers the, what was it, the Twisted Animation? Yes. Um, uh, festival that they used to do, yeah. like you know, they would go around different places and they would basically show adult cartoons. Yep. Yeah, and uh, but yeah. The, the biggest birth out of this was by a little animator <laughs> named Mike Judge. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gave birth to two icons <laughs> of Gen X. Well, technically, if you really want to get down to it, three. Yes, there were three, yeah. but they didn't. The that one person later. did not came show in up in right. this. Yeah, but. There were two series on this. There was the Beavis and Butthead series. Yes. This began at Frog Baseball. Frog Baseball first. was the first one. Yes, and Peace, Love, and Understanding was the other one that came out of this. But the other one... Peace, that, Love, and... That was the uh, the tractor, the uh, yeah. the monster truck. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The other one that came out of this was Office Space. The animated show of Milton yep. was so first... So that did start here. Yes. I know yes, that those, did. those actually wound up on SNL. Yeah. It later on. Um, yeah, Mike Judge kind of bounced that around to a yeah. few places, but it really got its birth in liquid television. And that begat the actual movie of Office Space. And that really kind of put him on the map. So we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about, you know, since we're here, let's talk about Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Because Beavis and Butthead was the crown jewel of animation in 1993 for Mike Judge. Yes. This was a series that ran from 93 to 97, and it later had another rebirth. It, they brought it back so 2011, a couple of times. I yeah, 2011, like somewhere that. in there. And it... It was okay. You know, it wasn't great. They, they, the thing that they 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 changed up between the original run and... The videos. Was with the video. Rather than doing videos, they did... They were basically watching Jersey Shore and Teen Mom yeah. and that kind of stuff, which made perfect sense because that's what's what that's what was on MTV at the time, and it was well, actually and YouTube videos. There were YouTube videos that they would watch. So there's there's two reasons they did this. The first one is you're absolutely right. They were mm-hmm. trying to remain current, mm-hmm. but the bigger reason was they didn't have the license for any of those yeah. rights to use those songs. Right. So that's one of the reasons why if you ever see DVD copies or restreams of Beavis and Butthead. Nine times out of ten, it's not going to have the music the in it because they can't right. afford the rights to right. play them. There's which a few is sad of them because there's a ton of great music that was used in those right. videos. There's yeah. a few of them that they did get. I mean, let's be honest. White Zombie owes their career to Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, they oh, do. I mean, that's no ifs, ends, buts about it. Guar, White Zombie. White, I mean, Pantera. You know, Pantera. Well, Pantera was already on the upswing, but but White Zombie legitimately because that was the whole when they started watching the video for uh, Thunderkiss '65. Yes, and then all of a sudden. White zombies started becoming a thing. Yep. People are like, hey, who is yeah. this? This video is kind of cool. What's going on here? Why is this? What's all this Russ Meyer imagery? What's and I this, just, you I know, just remember the 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 whale song, "Homo Humping Slowbo Babe," and I was like, I don't even know what this song is, but I'm so into what it. What was the um, push the little daisies and make them come? Oh, uh, ween, ween, yeah. God, I hate that song. Yeah, like, uh, but, but so Beavis and Butthead kind of had its run, and from that, this was not an MTV show but there was a character there was two characters that actually had their own kind of quote unquote spinoff mm-hmm. uh, the first one was there was a character named Mr. Anderson that was Beavis and Butthead's next, next door neighbor mm-hmm. they were always whacking in his tool shit <laughs> and if you go and listen to it and look at it it's, it's Hank Hill it's Hank Hill, yeah. oh, it's this, totally Hank Hill. this begat King of the Hill but the story goes that Mike Judge tried to pitch that back to MTV. They didn't want it. Right. So he pitched it back over to Fox, and because it was more family-oriented and not 
you know, kid oriented, they picked it. And up. it had more of a story. Let's be honest. And it is to this day my favorite. King of the series. Hill was way more story driven than Beavis and Butthead ever was. Oh, Beavis yeah. and Butthead was always okay. It was half an hour long. It was two different cartoons mm-hmm. usually. Sometimes it would be two, one. sometimes yeah. three. Yeah, but they were all like, okay, what kind of wacky stuff can we get them into this time? Right. You know, what kind of chaos can they cause? What kind of blah blah blah? And so there really wasn't a whole lot of. Story Story. No, they you went didn't. through well, their because stuff. They were, Nobody they were watched both... Beavis and Butthead for the content. Oh, I, know, I, know, I mean, I come on. You were looking to see how the burnouts were going to hurt exactly. themselves yeah, this time. A lot of it. Exactly. And it's funny because you, you call them burnouts, but you never saw any drug reference in no. it. No. You never saw any alcohol reference uh, in it. The, only, the closest we got to it was when they were sniffing paint thinner. Well, all right. That fair, was, you know. Fair. But, uh, you and know, they did get some non-alcoholic beer at one time. Oh, that was they too thought funny. They, were, they thought that they were drunk. That was just too yeah. funny. But um, <sighs> the other show that kind of spun off of this, well, she, got, she got her own show in 97. <laughs> Daria. And nah, it nah, ran nah, for nah, four nah, years. Nah. Which was such a great <laughs> show. It was. My neck. Yes. Daria Morgendorfer got That's her own spinoff. That's because you're the spin-off. male equivalent of Daria. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? Anyway, you're standing on my, my neck. neck. <laughs> la 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 la. Uh, but uh, for those of you who are unaware of Daria, it was almost like if Janine Garofalo had yes. been turned into a cartoon, a teenage, a teenage cartoon. cartoon yes. It was damn near perfect because her friends were your friends at that time. You knew these kids when you were in high school. You had the perky cheerleader that was completely vapid. The the football player who didn't was know when that was her sister Quinn was her sister that was constantly trying to be the next yeah, jane who was her art artist friend art school yeah, friend yeah school you friend. had trent who was jane's her, brother jane's brother that played in a band that daria was in love with and and the fact that they yeah. love to get around and watch a tv show called six sad six world. world next on six sad world that just, <laughs> okay, and then you, you know, might not be wrong and then and then you had you know her parents yes the mom who was trying to be like Oh, everything's great. We're all good. We're a happy family. Blah blah blah. And the dad who was like, "Yeah, everything's good," but he's like Grinning dying on the inside. Yeah. You know, like there was that whole episode where like yeah. he had like the the um from his stress he had oh, the a, vein a, the vein out, popped yeah. in his eyeball. You know, and everything. It's like yeah, you know, this is a it's definitely a nice. It fits into that my so-called life a lot of element. Yes, it fit yes. into you know as I said the Janine Garofalo element. Yes. It fit into all of those types of things. To kind of encompassed this is what begat Alanis Morissette kind of thing. You know, except but, she was first. So. Well, but I'm you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, it's but, really funny to watch the character between Beavis and Butthead to her own show because yes. they're they're completely different. I mean, basically all she did in the yeah. first one in the Beavis and Butthead is she came around and just made fun of them. She kind know? of just existed. Yeah. You know, and of course, they kind of, you know, they diarrhea, cha-cha-cha, you know, that was kind of stuff. But what was funny, like, in the first episode, when they left, um, oh, what's the name of the town, Beavis and Butthead leave, live in? Because that oh, was the whole God, thing, was them leaving remember, there yeah. and going to a new town. Yeah. And Beavis and Butthead is only referenced in that one episode. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it was like, well, those two idiot kids, you know, guys that used to hang out or whatever, that was basically yep. all it was. And then they never spoke of it again. And it was this whole other... Daria's own off in her own thing. Well, so. and and just to kind of go back on Beavis and Butthead, the thing that I loved the most in Beavis and Butthead was Stuart. Yes. <laughs> because 
For, for those of you that have never seen, yeah, I was about to say, for those of you that have never seen Beavis and Butthead, you know, one's got an ACDC shirt on. I think the other was what, Metallica? Metallica. You know, Metallica and ACDC. So they're, they're trying to show off how hardcore metal they are. And then one of their buddies comes by named Stuart, who's wearing a winger t shirt. Right. And they're always making fun of Oh, they're always, guys. this poor They're kid. always getting him into trouble. That is that is their butters, is and, what it is. You yeah. Know? And his parents are extreme helicopter parents. Yes. And it's just, yeah. I mean, there were so many 90s elements that existed in this show. Going back and watching it, just from the outside point of view, forget the fact that it's lowball stupid humor. Oh, absolutely. Forget the fact that it's, you know, the ridiculousness of, you know, today's point, burnouts. It's still just as such a snapshot of what it was like to exist as in high school at the 90s. Yeah, and when you get to the... Because we all went to school with those idiots. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, but not yeah, yeah. I know exactly. That was, I, I, I went to name, mul- I went to I multiple name schools. both of them from my class right now. Oh yeah, I'm not going to. But I, can't <laughs> I do went it. to multiple schools um, with those idiots, and you know, but even like the teachers, you know, you had Buzzcut, yeah. who was like, you know, ex-military, very, you know, everything's got to be very disciplined, and you know, yep. you're never going to get anywhere, blah blah blah. And then you had the hippie teacher. What was his name? Oh Mr. God, um, I can't remember. His name. I can't remember. But yeah, the whole like he was, he was, he was an ex-hippie. Peace, love, yep, yeah, everything, guy. you know. Yeah, we're raping the earth, saving trees, yes. planting tree, you know. <laughs> and they run him over. <laughs> so MTV was known for having a lot of compilation shows. We talked a little mm-hmm. bit about Liquid Television on this, <laughs> and that really begat a lot of other ones. There was another one that they had for a short time called MTV's Oddities. Yeah. Yes. That I loved it. Had some weird stuff on there. The head came off of that. Yes, the head and the Max and the Max. You know, which the Max was an image comic book. Well, so was the head. It was an image, though. It was yeah, another, it was, was an independent. Say, yeah, but, uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, both of the, basically what MTV's oddities were is it was I think three or four different uh, yeah, stories that they would bring in on. Didn't Syphil and Ollie come off of that? show? No, Syphil and Ollie did not come okay. off of oddities. It was a separate show a separate altogether. Show, okay. Seems uh, like there was another show. It was the Brothers Grant? Brothers. You're talking about Grant. Cartoon Sushi. Tar- yeah, that's it. Okay. Cartoon Sushi. Because the Max of- came off of Cartoon Sushi. Yeah. Well, it came out of oddities first. Yeah, because it was. I remember watching these oddities, oddities with lived. the Max. Was very short lived. The Max was one of my favorites, just because it was this big blue thing that you know, for some reason, could never tell if he was actually saying what he was thinking. Yeah, it, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the weird thing, the Max is so weird because it was that whole. It, it existed in the quote unquote real world, but also in a barbarian world. You know, yep. where it was a whole. You know, the Max in the in the quote unquote real world was a homeless man. Yes. And what was the woman's name? She was a social worker. Yeah, she was a social worker. But then, whenever you get over into and you know, she had like body image issues yep. and all this kind. Of, and if you read the comic book, it was really dark. Oh yeah, because she was a sexual assault survivor, and that was a whole thing. You know, like that. Even she was playing into a lot of this. He created this whole other fantasy world yeah. to kind of deal with a lot of this stuff. Because he is the Max. Yeah, and then whenever you get over into the Savage, I forget what it wasn't the Savage Land, what do they call it? They called it something. Something like that, yeah. And the Max was this big, hulking, you know, purple, right. you know, Goliath of, of almost a, an incredible Hulk in a lot of ways. And she was this kind of like Sheena, you know, warrior princess, you know, type right. thing. And he was always fighting bunnies. They yeah. weren't bunnies. No, was, they weren't bunnies, but, but they, they were. Looked like they looked bunnies, like bunnies, yeah. and that was the whole thing. And it was just, it was just, it was a very bizarre yes, show, very twisted, very bizarre, but a lot of fun. Book. Yeah, a lot of fun. And, and I'll say this much: before we go too much further down this rabbit hole, guys, we could literally spend 
days talking about all of the different shows from yes, MTV Animation. Yes, yes. So I, I, you hear me do this a lot on episodes. If you have ones that we missed or that are special to you or that you want to bring up, shoot us an email, hit us up on Discord, talk to us about it because I'm not going to be able to hit on everything on this, but these are some of the biggies and some of my personal favorites. So um, David mentioned Cartoon Sushi. Yep. That was another one that was kind of popular. Uh, I believe that one started right around 97. It only lasted about a year or so. Um, their first daily it, one. They it, actually had a weekday cartoon. It went from October 97 to June in 98. Yeah, so yeah. about a year, year and a half. Not quite a year. Um, but uh, Station Zero yeah. was their first daily one. Now, it didn't last very long. It only lasted like less than a season. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it lasted oh, from you know, March one, to right around April in 99. Okay. So it wasn't very long. But it was their first weekday cartoon. It was something that they had every weekday okay. that they were showing on it. Um Another one that I wanted to bring up that, and, and I'm kind of bouncing around timelines on this because Clone High, it's Clone High, Clone High, yes, Clone High. <laughs> I Absolutely. have those DVDs in there. <laughs> this was actually the second way, way one back in the 1980s. <laughs> this is actually the second one that they had produced on this through uh, Telnet, uh, Talent. Yes, was uh, the company that produced. I can't remember what the first one. Uh, Teletoon. That's right. Uh, the first one was called Undergrads, mm-hmm. and it did. Oh yeah, and that one it was okay. It was it all right. Great. I remember watching it, but it didn't yeah. last very long. So, so and, and the thing about Clone High, <laughs> Clone High had its own um, it was, controversy and yeah. a shit ton of celebrity voices oh that wound up on this It thing. was crazy. <laughs> so the basis behind Clone High is it's a high school that exists if you could take famous celebrities from the past and clone them yeah, into They're all cl- teenagers teenage clones of, of like Gandhi, Gandhi, JFK, Lincoln, Lincoln Joan of Arc, yes. uh, Cleopatra, yep. <laughs> uh, um, and like Jay, uh, uh, like you know, Lincoln is uh, what's know, his name, captain of the basketball team. So oh, yeah. what's his name? Um, 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 is it George Washington Carver? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a whole episode uh, the with him, yep. with him and, and Gandhi that's hilarious. Oh yeah. Uh, and then you had and, and Jesus is one of them. Um, there's all of these clones. And what's so funny is that you know like. Like I said, the guests that came on this. Right. You had Michael J. Fox. Yes. You had Jack Black. You yep. had Marilyn Manson. Yep. See if you get this one. Um, Ashley Angel um, Parker. Ashley Angel Parker, that was his name. From oh, O-Town. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Playing himself. <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave is over here just cringing. It's hilarious. It is absolutely... This show is so right... Yeah. And so, oh, a Marilyn Monroe was one. Marilyn Monroe so was right Monroe. and so wrong, evidently, on so many levels. Because like the whole JFK thing, of course, you know, the 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 John Kennedy, he's always like, you know, well, he was the captain yeah, of the football. You know, team. He's captain of the football team, and he's like lazy man. It's like in the first episode, it's one of those things where they're like, where like he's on the he's on campus, and I, I forget who it was is talking to him, and Marilyn Monroe walks by and she's crying. He's like, "What's wrong with her?" He's like, "I invaded her bay of pigs." <laughs> oh no, it was bad. <laughs> So, it's yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. where it's just like wow. So it only lasted for a little over a season. You know, it had. A, a, There's a great episode where Joan of Arc is hearing voices. You know, because that's the whole thing with yeah. you know, and, like, and blah, blah. Yeah. And come to find out what the problem is, is that 
her cavities are picking up a radio station. You know that's that's based off a true story, right? I know, but that it's Lucille just like, Ball thing. You it's know? Oh, so oh. fun. It's that kind of stuff where it's just like. <laughs> and the oh. thing is, is that Gandhi's like estate had a real problem oh, they, with him. They were not happy. He was a little Adderall kid. I mean, he was just like blah, 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 like all over the place. I mean, it it is hilarious. One season. Yep. They only got one season. But and it's it is all a you need. Shame. It's all you need. It is a shame. Well, oh, well, speaking of shows that are just completely wrong, I'm going to go back to one of my favorites. <laughs> What's that? Celebrity Deathmatch. I was, was just about one, to bring yeah. that up. Celebrity Deathmatch. Claymation at its best. 1998 to 2002. And literally, when it was nobody good, was safe. When it was good, it was good. But when it was, it was bad, bad, it was oh the worst. My oh God, it was terrible. So for yeah. those of you that have of course, never seen, and some, then there's the cockfight. So. Well, and then they tried to do a brink. <laughs> Yikes! So in 2000, because hey! it's one of the funniest things they ever did on there. So. Every time, <laughs> Tommy I, Lee versus uh, Ron Jeremy. Yes, <laughs> and they're actually dressed like roosters. <laughs> You always go to the worst possible episode ever. <laughs> Tommy Lee every pokes time. out Ron Jeremy's eye. <laughs> I got to admit, it's one of my favorites. But this show, for those of you that aren't familiar, it did actually try to get a rebirth back in 06. Yeah, they tried, but it didn't yeah, last very long. Um, yeah, just, there's no way they could have done it the way that they did it before. But for what this was, essentially it was claymation. Yes. And it wasn't great claymation, but no. it was claymation. And it wasn't and supposed to be. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And what was it? Uh, who were the, the, the two hosts? I, don't uh, I know they had Mills Lane doing Vic the, something or another. Yeah. And, and, you know. uh, I forget who. But yeah, but they had like a, a Mick, Vic Lane. Yeah. Or, or um, Vic uh, Mills, Mills. Mills Lane. Lane. Judge doing, Mills doing, Lane yeah. was. This yeah. is where the infamous line, let's get it on, yeah, yeah. comes from. Because Mills Lane actually was a judge. Yeah. He was, a, I think, a circuit court judge or something. Right. And initially, they got him in as a voiceover act for the ref, the ref yeah. and it slowly became one of the most popular characters in the show. Hell, there was a video game yes. of this on the two. PS2. There were actually two of I, it's them. It's just crazy. Oh, yeah. So. But, um, and this literally panned any celebrity against any no other celebrity. Was Nobody was safe. Nobody was and safe. the combinations that they would come up with were just crazy. What and, of it? course... The matches always ended in the most gory, gruesome oh, yeah. possible method that you can imagine <laughs> to the point where you have to tell yourself it's clay. It's claymation. And that's how they got away with it. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. It's, it's clay. You know? You know, and it's they like even the had a Ozzy disclaimer Oz, at the beginning of the- The Ozzy Osbourne, Marilyn Manson. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot about that one. And oh. Ozzy, Ozzy's belt broke on his leather pants and his guts spilled over. Yes. And it's like- <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm afraid may not be too far from the oh, truth. Now. It's hilarious. When he did the though. halftime show for the other night, I know I was like Ozzy's on. Wow, okay. What uh, did you notice? How I did I heard I heard him. I was like Ozzy. Ozzy's playing. Okay, he, they had him come up from under the stage. Uh-huh. I literally think they had some kind of bracing system uh, hooked to him to I hold him upright. He, you know, he's got Parkinson. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, and uh, but yeah, they they had there was what was the one there was one it was Britney Spears and somebody else and it just like. Was it Chris? It wasn't Christine Aguilera. It was Christine Aguilera. Christine Aguilera. Oh yeah, and it wound up just devolving into like the 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 thing you wanted to see happen to all of them, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. it came down pretty much. To. It was just brutality for the sake of brutality, and it was wonderful. Yes, it was. Yes, but it was. um, so but like I said, a little bit of it went along. Well, way. yeah, they would have like 
eight-hour marathon oh, yeah. of it and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, And then after about serious, the second hour, you're like, just like, okay. I'm second done. hour? 45 minutes in, I'm like, okay, let's see yeah, something. That's what else is on television. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's still fun. And it's one of those things that they do from time to time. We'll show some of the older episodes. And you can find those in a very you know a variety of sources. Probably got a daily motion. Definitely oh, worth looking yeah. at. They're a lot of fun. Um, you know, again, there was other epi- or other shows that they had, like, where are my dogs at? That one didn't really last. Oh, Jeff Ross was on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, and they actually did a Friday the Animated Series based off really? the movie. Yeah, yeah, that, oh, was a, that was an that MTV2 show. On okay. That, it was only on MTV2. I do two. remember the, the 2003 Spider-Man animated, do you remember? Mm-hmm. That was actually in canon with the, the first Sam yes. Raimi yep. Spider-Man yeah. movie. And it had, I know, uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris was Peter Parker. Um um, Ian Ziering was um, oh God. was no he was um, um, Harry Osborne and and Lisa Loeb was Mary Jane Watson nice and it was actually really good like it was it was really it was that that weird like that vector mm-hmm. animation you know yeah. where it was kind of computerized and right. stuff and I think it went like two seasons or something it's actually really yeah good to go bad. back and check out so. okay well um, you know again there's several other you know fish and chips came out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was actually one called The Adventures of Chico and Guapo. That never was that uh, the big I remember thing. it being on, but I never it watched was, it. It so. didn't last very long, but the big thing on that one's Orlando Jones oh, okay. was the voice on that one. Make seven up yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stephen Colbert even had a show on there called Fairview that was an animated okay. show. And, and again, it didn't last spectacularly long. But and you it know, was, it's funny to like talk about some of these shows that MTV put out there, mm-hmm. and you can draw a straight line from them to a lot of the Adult Swim the early Adult Swim stuff. Yes. Like oh, yeah. Mission Hill or the Oblongs, the Oblongs or, you know, or some of that kind of stuff where it's like, no, 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 I see the DNA is here for all of this. So, there are two biggies. Okay. And I've been holding off on these to the end because both of these shows actually got their start on MTV. Both of these shows didn't stay on MTV, mm-hmm. but they got their start there. The first one... Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. One of my yep. absolute... Favorite shows of all time. That one, uh, it it's log, it's log, it's heavy, it's wood. Snoopy, it's, be- it's better than bad, it's good. International law, Stevie, anyway. don't be on the electric theme. So, for years when I was in high school, we would go back and forth talking about the jolly candy like button. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine named Paul McKay that every time I'd pass him in the hallway, he'd look at me and go, Oh, my beloved ice cream bar. <laughs> and I would lose it every time. But yes, Ren and Stimpy, uh, back when John Kay was actually starting this series. Before but, we knew what kind of a piece of shit he really was. We found yeah. out what kind of a horrible yeah. human being mm-hmm. he is. Um, this is where they got their start. And they started off with, I think, like a five-episode run. It wasn't very long because no, they ran the same ones yeah. over and over again. Yes, they did. Um, but, oh, my God, did they run the same ones over and over again. you would watch them. You would definitely watch them. And I'm, You would watch them. Well, all right, fair. <laughs> okay, that would make two of us. <laughs> then they. I'll, brought, I'll go ahead and say it. I've never been a big Ren and Stimpy fan. Oh, I so. loved it. Oh, Man, how can you it. not? It's... It, it's, it's stupid me. humor along the same lines of Be- as Beavis and Butthead. Uh, no, no, it's not. Well, it's although I can't see a direct me. line from 
Ren and Stimpy to SpongeBob. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And so, which I never got that one either. So they branched off and they, they eventually left there and went over to Cartoon Network and they went to or Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon yeah. I'm sorry. And that's <laughs> and where Nickelodeon they, promptly got rid of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Well he promptly got rid of John Kay. Yeah, oh, but, they, but but they got rid of the show because they like, what did we buy? Yeah. What did we buy? Oh, they had and, no idea what this yeah. was. Then they had no idea how to market it. The funny thing is, if you go back and look at any of those Nicktoons pictures yep. of like, you know, Rugrats and Rugrats. you know, all those other kinds of ones, they always have Ren and Stimpy there. It mm-hmm. was always a part of that. Nobody knew what this was. Nobody knew how to process this information. Nobody knew what to do with this thing. Right, because right. this is clearly not a kid's show. Oh, no. You know, the only oh, time no. you could really catch it was Nick at night yes. after like midnight. Yeah. Eventually, they were showing them in the middle of the day at one point, and I but, mean like at like three o'clock in the afternoon or yeah. something. But and, you know. and for those of you that didn't actually get into the Ren and Stimpy thing, you still have to remember how big of an impact that show had on pop culture history. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was everywhere. I couldn't think of oh, you, so many T-shirts. Can you oh, name no. another TV series? Video game. Well, hang on. You know, uh-huh. Aside from The Simpsons, can you name another TV series, an animated series, that produced three separate albums that came out of the 90s? Rugrats. Did it really? Yeah, move the soundtracks. Well, but you're I talking mean, about movie yeah, soundtracks. I know, I know, I'm talking about like, yeah. albums. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's uh, it was crazy. I still remember having you idiot. You know, yeah. But yeah, and also you get into the video games. Oh, because you had like the video again, games, you Beavis had and Butthead yeah. had a couple of video games. Yep. Ren and Stimpy had a couple of video games. Mm-hmm. Celebrity Deathmatch had a video games. Yes. I mean, let's um, let's call it. Ren and Stimpy and The Simpsons are the two cartoons that have had the biggest effect on cartoons the way they are today. Negative, sir. I will throw one more in there that is on my list okay. that got its start on MTV from a little-known tape that was being circulated by, of all people, George Clooney. You're talking about South Park. I am talking oh, about South, South Park. Park. Okay. Did, it, did this originate on MTV? Yes. Really? Yes. It originated on MTV Productions. How? On Give this. me the DNA on this one. From every, I, I've read a couple of different sources on okay. this, and all of them said that this originated on MTV because they showed the spirit of Christmas, okay. which was just a video Christmas card originally right. from those two uh, idiots. To a point, it. yes, right. but it's mm-hmm. the raunchiest damn thing that they had ever gotten Come away on. with playing. Yeah, Santa Claus and Jesus having a fight to the death, broken up by Brian Boitano. Yes, what would Brian Boitano do? Well, you and, know, that and was the. It's so strange to go back and watch this now and to think, you. Know, of all the crap that South Park has, has begot since then, to realize that this was deliberately trying, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone were trying to come up with the most offensive, ridiculous thing that they could come up with, and they made it strictly to make their friends laugh. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why they said they made this thing. Somehow, one of these tapes got into the hands of George Clooney, who showed it at parties. Mm-hmm. His friends loved it. They... Someone Which is funny it. because later he played a dog on several oh, he episodes. Played, he, he played the gay dog. <laughs> the gay dog, yeah. He played the gay dog, and he also, in uh, one of the movies, he played a doctor. He's the one oh, who yeah. replaces Kenny's heart with a baked potato. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you can, I liked a little bit of South Park. Mm-hmm. But, yes. I liked it to a point. It started off on MTV, and they showed it late, late, late nights. Okay. And I don't ever, I, I'll be honest, I don't ever remember seeing yes. South Park on MTV. I do. Yeah, it's, it was always Comedy Central for me. You know, that's, it's that, because, that's because where it, it became was part me. of MTV's entertainment studios. And at that yeah. point, MTV well, but, had bought out Comedy Central. Well, they, Viacom, you know, Viacom right, had yeah. owned MTV and Nickelodeon and Comedy Central 
and what was the other one? Well, they owned VH1. Yep. And there was another, but there was another like yeah. There was a couple of think, other. Movies. You were like, yeah. wow, they own that, you know. Um, but yeah, and eventually they owned uh, CMT as, yep. as well. Uh, as well, CMT and the Nashville Network. Yeah, it wasn't and, the Smithsonian Channel, but it was something. Yeah, like it was that. something. something like, this is yeah. weird, like, but it was all under the Viacom yep. banner, and so yeah, they did kind of move those things around different places, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's a uh, uh, all right. Since it was shown on there, I'll, it I'll, was. I'll allow it. Yeah, it <laughs> and I'm sorry if you look back in the '90s, the three biggest animated series that came out of the '90s that were just juggernauts. You were either Simpsons, South Park, or Ren and Stimpy. They were everywhere. He's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, you could. I agree. And people were just, you know, so. There is one other one that we're forgetting. Okay. Tasmania. <laughs> no. No, seriously. If you think about, especially if you go back to the early 90s, how many people did you know that has had a Taz t-shirt or a ball cap or any of that kind of stuff? Because all of a sudden there was this this Taz, the Tasmanian devil became this huge thing, okay? No. All the way through the 90s. It I'm did. And it was a lot of that came from because of of Tiny Toons and uh, Animaniacs, you know, and yep. all that kind of stuff. And so it was one of those things that that, for whatever reason, the Tasmanian Devil had this huge influx all the way through the nineties. You oh. know, I'm. You know, oh. I'm. I mean, oh, that's, I'm not denying. I that, had a T-shirt I, with Taz, the Taz could, with the backwards hat and the. You know, I could see an argument and, for Animaniacs. Yeah, I could see an argument yeah, for Animaniacs. I, I, I would agree with and David. Tasmania, no, not so much. Because if you think about it, all those Disney they were going for the cartoons. character. They were not going for the stories. Nobody was buying DVDs of Tasmania. They were buying no. DVDs of South Park. They were eventually buying DVDs in the two thousands. Yeah, but the thing know, is, but eventually, but you really you look at all of that Disney afternoon stuff that that's strictly nineties. Right. Gummy bears, uh Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, oh, DuckTales. You're talking about some of my favorite. You know, things, I mean all you know? this all of you know, Animaniacs. Well, I guess right. that wasn't Disney. That but was all nice. of those all of those Warner Brothers. Warner. Yeah, and then and then Water Tower. Let's be honest. There's one other one that we're forgetting about that what? is one probably the cartoon from the nineties. What's that? Batman the animated series. Well, all right. I'll give you that. I yeah, mean, you're not that is but you know, cycling back to MTV. I, I, I know, yeah. I know yeah. what it's like. So there was, you know, as I said, there's a ton of other ones. David mentioned, you know, um DJ and the Fro, you had Popzilla, you had, you know, uh greatest party story ever, and you know, good vibes. Good vibes was a weird one. It didn't last very long, but it was kind of just tucked in there. Mm-hmm. Um, video mods. Video mods was actually the first one that was on MTV too. Yeah, uh, and video mods was actually kind of cool. I I, I, I liked video it. mods, but um, I don't remember any. Well, of those. you didn't have MTV too. I did so, have MTV. Too. I just didn't watch it. We're gonna because all of this kind of fell under the same mm-hmm. umbrella. MTV Animation later became MTV Entertainment. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of movies that came out of this series or of these this yeah, people group into America. Well, hang on. The first one though came out of a live action Joe's shot. Yeah. Joe's apartment. Yeah. With poor Jerry O'Connell having to deal with that many cockroaches. Let's be honest. That short is way better than that movie. Oh the movie was horrible. To have been. The movie okay. was horrendously was bad. Garbage. The short was the fun. Short the was short was great. Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they used to run it continuously. Yes, they did. You know Towards the later evening time frame, that and the uh, Donald Logue with the uh, the taxi driver, yes, that dude, like it was all over the place. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, but um, so you had the first one was Joe's apartment, which was basically a live action version of a guy living in an apartment.
apartment in New York City, and his best friends were the cockroaches that lived mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. in and he had a abundance. Date. Yeah, and they were trying to they were trying to help him, but they kept messing yeah. everything up. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's a bribe the cockroaches. He throws down a T bone, and all that's left is the little yeah you know, yeah. Which, uh, but um, so the next one that came out of that, the biggest one was Beavis and Butthead Do America. Yes. And for those of you that you know have not seen this movie. This had some amazing voiceover work in it that most people would never have associated with a Beavis and Butthead. Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Yeah. It's probably... Um, of course, you have Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. Yes. I mean, that's... Yeah. And again, you have Mr. Anderson making mm-hmm. his appearance again to where this, to me, really is where you start to see him transforming into King uh, to Hank, Hank Hill, Hill yeah. more. Of course, Leachman. Of course, yeah, Leachman was in it. I yeah. mean, but you know, there was a bunch, and of course, you get that animation in the middle from Rob Zombie, which yes. is really cool, awesome. Yes. And and now, um, just recently, we he had Butthead do the universe, do the universe, which unfortunately none of us have seen <laughs> yet. But I've heard nothing. I keep but meaning good to watch it, and I just keep forgetting. Yeah, it's like, and there's actually two Daria movies that I was is it uh, fall yet and is it college yet yes yes but they were television movies they were television movies know? and they but they were like an, basically it was like an extended episode yeah they were yeah they were basically two hour and a half episodes yeah basically. I mean they, they were and I've watched I remember watching is it is it fall yet and you know I've never watched I've never seen is it college yet I know that's the series finale you know of them like graduating high school and right. all that kind of stuff and I own that Daria the box, box set. set, and yeah. I've just never gotten around to watching it. I need to one of these days because I heard that it was actually a, a really good send off for all those characters. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, with those, do you have to watch the series to be able to watch these these movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the Daria ones, you kind of have to. I would say the Beavis and Butthead ones. No, you, you don't. don't. You don't. You really don't. You know, you can kind of go into those cold, mm-hmm. but the Daria ones, it definitely helps to have that kind of that background. That background, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and well, again, like you said, they're extended episodes. So, and and Daria told a a story from oh yeah from beginning all the way to the end. And right, if you haven't a, seen the Daria stuff yet, you really yeah. really should. The, the problem with the DVDs is again goes back to the music licensing because they could yeah. get some of it so it's like, yeah but Daria uh, didn't use as much music in it there it are some more, stuff like there was little cutaways and stuff but you, when they were on the way to Lollapalooza yeah that and, was definitely yeah, more Beavis and, and Butthead yeah, you know um, now one that we haven't talked about yet is uh, Wonder Showsen I completely forgot yeah, about this one. I had to go back one. and watch it. I don't even know what you're it talking about. It was like about. a yeah. twisted version of Sesame Street. Yeah, it, it, it was just bizarrely weird. It was on, did that come It out? was on the same time that like Tom Green's show was on. That yeah, yeah Stiffle that, and Ollie yeah, and those kinds of yeah, shows were starting to make just, their appearance uh, on there, which... Again, by that I don't time, qual- I'd pretty much quit watching yeah. it. Well, and I never there qualified Stiffle and Ollie as an animated series. And it, so no, Stiffle and Ollie were like they were like sock puppets. Yeah. you know, I mean, it was it was just a weird. And, and I, I watched were, a handful of episodes. Like this is just yeah, weird, you know, it's, a, it's it's the precursor to like Rick and Morty. Yeah. It's like but, who uh, let the Quiznos guy get a full episode? Yeah, a little much. bit, a little yeah, bit, pretty much. Really I mean, you know, so um, the Sponge Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> exactly. So, Quiznos up. It's what we want. <laughs> have a couple of a uh, couple of touches on these. So, a lot of these, you know, you can find MTV.com still has several mm-hmm. of these types of things on. However, Paramount. there are certain ones that are not. Um, you know, obviously Beavis and Butthead is still on there, but um, you know, Ren and Stimpy is not on there. South Park's not on there. Those are separate yeah. entities altogether. Well, they belong to other networks. I mean, right. Once they left that network, MTV right. kind of washed their hands of it. 
However, we were talking earlier about liquid television. Mm-hmm. There was actually a liquid television revival in yeah, 2011. It didn't do so well. It didn't last long. It only no. lasted about maybe a year. Um, the best thing about it, though, was the first content that they had on there was a song called, it was the, the only liquefied song that they did on there. It was by a band called Wallpaper. And the song is called The Fucking Best Song Ever. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, but, you like, know, that also kind of gets into that, you know, Tenacious D tribute. Yes, very you know, much. Type stuff. And, uh, but... Because Liquid Television was never put on MTV.com. Like I said, it was next to impossible to find anything for this. However, dear listeners, there is now a LiquidTelevision.com. Okay. It is a subscription base, of course. Okay. But it has several bits that were available on there, plus some of the shows that were in other... the segments that were in other shows that they've kind of incorporated into this so that they weren't lost to time. Like, for example, The Head and The Max are both on liquidtelevision.com. Okay. They're not on MTV.com. Uh, this one does have Daria. Makes sense. Daria's yeah. brought in there. Wonder Chosen's on there. Celebrity Deathmatch is on there. Aren't they working on a Daria revival of some sort? I've heard tale of them trying to do a bring back on this. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen I too don't, much. That you know, if, if here's my take on that. If they're gonna do it, let's have Daria at forty. Yeah. Rather than trying to like reboot this as, you know, a, oh no, we'll just take Daria and put her, you know, as a teenager and put her into this. No, that does not gonna work. No, that we need Daria at forty with her own kids and nightmare husband and bitter yeah. and still, you know, in true Gen X form, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of these shows, I definitely think. Well, I shouldn't say all, but most of these shows, for for the most part. Were of their era. Yes, very. Are they going to be very able, of their era? Yeah, I mean, are there something that's rewatchable? I would say they're rewatchable for anyone that remembers them, but not necessarily from somebody new. No, you you're, you're not going to get Gen Z to watch these. I mean, that is. I mean, maybe well, be somebody. I take it back. Maybe be with somebody. Gen Z, I think, would be more likely to watch these, but and you know, kind of get them. But millenni- the millennials, the millennials kind of grew up with some of it, though. Uh, I mean, as much as it's Gen X, they were alive. Again, it kind of goes back yeah. to, but it's. And especially when you're getting into that late 90s, early 2000s, they were cognitive of what was They were cognitive. I don't think they got the sense of humor. Let's be honest. I think some of the younger Gen Zs would get this humor. Let's be honest. Celebrity Deathmatch is not a Gen X thing. That is a millennial thing. To a point. To a point. I I, I would disagree with that because of the elements that they brought into it. Most of the people that they were bringing into Celebrity Deathmatch were of the time of the time and so that's you're talking about the stuff that was actually pointed at the millennials rather than us by that point yeah but if you think about it who wanted to see those people get destroyed more well we millennials or gen x yeah, you know yes. so we did obviously that's why i was saying they may have used them as the target but mm-hmm. they they were speaking to us so but you know i really would be curious to see feedback from our, our listeners on this if you remember these shows, if you're familiar with them, were there ones that were your favorites or were there ones that you just thought were stupid as hell? And more importantly, is this the kind of stuff that you would show to your kids? No. Is this the kind of stuff that you would show <laughs> I'll to... I'll go ahead and say that right now. I don't know. No. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I think my 17-year-old... When he's a nephew, little older, yeah. maybe. Okay. But... I, I definitely don't think this is something that you'd show to like, you know, a preteen or well, something like that. You know, but the, you know, these were never meant for them. It uh, depends. On I'll what say you're this: I have about. no kids, and I'm the bad uncle. So I, you know, <laughs> maybe Ren and Stimpy most definitely would appeal to my eight year old. Oh yeah. Okay. There's no that's low hands, but yeah. 
Beavis and Butthead, he wouldn't understand a lot of it because it's very of its time. Right. Again, you know, but, you know, yeah, dumb people acting dumb, I'm sure he would find that funny. Daria, way above his pay grade. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Um, Clone High, way above his pay grade. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you get into that, that kind of stuff. You know, Celebrity Deathmatch, I don't think he would be interested in that in the slightest. I don't know. You know that, I, I don't know. I think just mainly the, because he won't know who the hell most of the people are in it. But I don't you know, think it'll a, matter. It's eh. just the gore factor of it. Maybe. You know? I don't know. But, you know, when you look back at things like Daria, I mean,. To your point, I do agree that if they're going to do any type of a continuation of the story of Daria, it needs to be her in modern time. Yes. That still holds the well, same kind of anger and bitterness that we all You know, hold. well, there was an episode of Daria where there was some kind of family gathering and her aunt was there and they were almost identical. Yes. You know, where yeah. it was like, okay, we know what Daria is going to be in 25 years, you know, basically yeah. type stuff. So, yeah, we, we've kind of gotten a glimpse into that. I, mean, I can see a little going bit. one of two ways. She's either married, had kids. Or she's just a cool aunt. I mean, that's... And, and I can see Quinn divorced with a couple of kids yeah. and Daria... Being the cool aunt, you know, like actually being Either more that of a or married mom to and her, actually to found kids than Quinn, or, or or found a dude that's as cool as she is, or you flip it around and she has a daughter and her daughter is Quinn, basically yeah, Quinn. There you go. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> that that would be, I think, that, you know, because that's forcing her to have to relive high school through yeah, her daughter's eyes. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, I don't. Are you listening, MTV? Make this happen. Yeah. No. Well, no. The people no, who no. made our MTV are no not there. Exist. They're not there. Fair. Yeah. Fair. It's, you know. And you know, and as I mentioned, there are other shows that were existing on MTV, and I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that I didn't touch on through this that you know people are screaming at me about right now. But there are other moments and and shows that were just well, so iconic. Just remember their little interstitial animations. Oh God, yes. Stuff you know. You know the Dennis Leary stuff. The, well, I'm talking the about their Donald animations. Stuff. I'm talking about just their animations. You know, like the MTV promos and stuff. Oh yeah, all, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so funny enough, the MTV like the promos, the, the guillotine. You know, oh, the MTV yeah. guillotine, yes. you know, that yes. was, pretty, you know. Well, even just the initial rocket launch. Yeah. One, you know. Yeah, it was it was animated over top of. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, you know. there was so many. And when they were cutting promos of like the whole I want my MTV and you see the thing bouncing around. I still remember the one with Billy Idol where you like sneers. They've got at him it. animated. I yeah, know. And they've got you know. him animated, know. you know. I, I loved the way that MTV utilized this process. And I think that they were very smart when they started this. I think once they started to see that this was marketable, they started to say, hey, okay, well, let's see what else we can put out. And in a way, it was kind of the, you know, the gloves are off, whatever you want to do, we're going to let you do oh, it. And they definitely just kind of let it were run. given free you know, range to do a lot of stuff. They weren't going to give them any money to do it, but they were going to give them, you know, free reign to do it. And I think that's one of the re- that's where you get stuff like Beavis and Butthead. And Daria and Aeon Flux and, you know, these types of shows. There's no way that those would have ever been able to be created on any of the major networks. Oh, hell no. That just, oh, no way. No, 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 no. That, that yeah. There, there was... The fact that South Park made it to a quote-unquote network. Yeah. You know, with... Even though it's another cable network, it's still... But it's you know, still, you know, with, with Comedy Central, is still kind of baffling in some ways but it found its legs very early yes from very early it caught and it was it was was a cultural phenomenon and still closer to napalm you know 
I mean, you're still getting, you know, this it's still ongoing. I've heard that it's still relevant in a lot of ways. I don't know. I have not watched South Park in probably 20 years, honestly. Yeah. I've caught an episode here or there sometime in there, but I've not sat down and watched South Park on a regular basis, probably since the movie came out. Which one? The first, the first the, one. No, the bigger cut, bigger, was it bigger, longer, bigger, longer than cut? Yeah. Since that movie was released in 99, I haven't kept up with them, hardly. Well, you know? I think maybe it's suffering from the same thing that The Simpsons suffered from from a while, where after a while, you're just looking at each other going, okay, now what? Well, you I know? understand, you know, especially with the way that they, they legitimately will make a show in seven days. Right. So it's very topical of what's going on at yeah. the time. And that's great. And I, I think that, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are actually pretty brilliant. To I agree. Be honest. I agree. Um, I don't and, agree with everything they do or say. But, yeah, but you know, you know, they're very libertarian. Yes, and they, very libertarian. And they know how to to and they, hold the mirror up properly. And they have no problem going after everybody. It doesn't matter who, how sacred of a cow that is. I'm sorry. Uh, I see Muhammad. I, I mean, still that's have to go the, back you know, to my and Barbara Streisand. Yeah, <laughs> Streisand. make a Streisand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's Robert. It's oh, Robert Smith. <laughs> that is the best line from any episode of Disintegration South Park. Is ever. The Disintegration is the greatest album ever. <laughs> still, I know. to this they're day, they're not wrong. Still <laughs> to this day, love that. I Goodbye, know. Robert Smith. Well, you know, you got to love when Barbara Streisand actually had to like make a comment about yes. the South Park. Yes. <laughs> Oh my and you gosh. also got to love the fact you know that they went after certain celebrities like Elton John was somebody they went after. Yep. And then Elton John's like, I want to be on your show. Michael Jackson. Yeah. When they go after him and blanket, and I'm just like, oh god, this is not going to end well. But but, I'm, but the yeah. whole thing what I'm saying is oh, they, they went John after could, Elton John, and Elton John's like, no, I, I want to come on, I'll play myself. He got the job. That's, yeah, no. that's fine, I'll do it. You know. Yeah, he didn't care. No, and that's that's one of the great one of the things I've always loved about Elton John is that he will see some the whole Eminem thing. Yep. You know where he's like, no, I'm going to perform with him. I don't care what anybody else is saying. I want yeah. to get to know this person, yeah, and then and then we're going to you know. And it's like, yeah, that's well. I'm sorry. Some one of my favorite things that Elton John has ever done is being in the Kingsman. Yes, <laughs> I mean playing that's himself. Kingsman too. Playing himself. Yeah. yeah, I mean playing himself. That's hysterical. Can mm-hmm. I get a backstage? I mean, when you can laugh <laughs> oh, at yourself, can I get an like autograph? That? I'll get you a backstage pass. I also yeah. love the fact that Elton John has never had any problems whatsoever calling Madonna out on her bullshit. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Going way back. <laughs> well, listen, guys. You've heard us rant and rave about MTV Animation and the shows that came from there. You know, you can tell that we love them. Not all of them, but we love them. Yeah. yeah. And again, you know, as I said earlier, if there's any ones that we've missed, if there's any ones that, you know, specifically spoke to you or you have any stories that you want to share with them, hit us up on Discord, hit us up on the Instas, send us email. Alan, hit, hit, uh, get them that uh, email address again there, Alan. ProjectGenXPod at gmail.com. The link is in the show notes. Yes. All you have to do is just click on it and you can email us. We've had, you know, we've had people, Chad emails us every Chad. once in a while. Miss O sends uh, us stuff. stuff. Miss Especially on discount. Very, on Discord. Yeah. Discord. 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 Really? We get stuff on discount. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we get stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, she that, posts some of the best Halloween she, stuff. Yes. Ever. Some of the best stuff in general. Well, yeah. Uh, and of course, we got all kinds of awesome. other people that, you know, and we, and we love to grow our community. Yes. Uh, so tell everybody about it. Send them, you know, our Instagram. 
I'm not using it as much as we. I did it one time. I need to start. Doing I'm still it more, over there. So I'm still, still over there. Yeah. Discord is our biggie, though. That's the one where we're building a great community over there, and we love our. Because Discord again, listeners. we're getting to know people. Yeah. Rather they're than getting to just know us. Being it's, like, it's real time oh, you know? interaction. Exactly. Which I like. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> well, and believe me, if you go to Discord and post something, one of us will reply to oh, yeah. it, <laughs> whether you want us to or not. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's at like three in the morning. Yes, we're talking to you, Miss. So yeah, I think she's kind of every once in a while she's like, "Why are you still awake?" <laughs> Go back and reference the insomnia. Yes. Yeah, well, All right, you know, so. let's wrap this up, boys. All right, everybody. Thanks again for joining us here at the Project Genetics Podcast. Like I said, go and check out all of our notes in the and you know with all of our yeah, links yeah. in the show notes. I'm Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and I'm Barry. And I still want my MTV back. And we will see you soon. Later. You're standing in the Excuse me. Excuse me.